16, verse 17 through 19. Jesus answered and said to him, talking to Peter, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Spirit of the living God, I am on my assignment. I am anointed and appointed to carry this message that you have given me. And Father, this message will liberate the lives of your people in a tremendous way. Father, this message will cancel out generational curses. This message will cancel out the plan of the enemy for premature death. This message will alter the negativity that's attached to the bloodline. This message will reestablish what you have already established concerning the church. Now, Spirit of God, take a hold of my mind. Think through my mind. Spirit of God, take a hold of this body. Use it until you used it up. Father, I thank you right now. My mouth is filled because my heart is filled. And because my heart is filled, there's nothing, God, that will be missing in this service in these next few minutes. So take a hold of this auditorium that you've given me as a platform to preach from. God, I speak to every streamer right now, right now God, that you would, you would touch them even before I get in the depths of my message. God, that you will break chains and shackles off of their mentality because anything that can't bind their mind, can't bind their hands, and can't bind their feet. So I decree and I declare the servant of the Most High God ordained and in perfect apostolic order that your will is done in this earth as it is in heaven above. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. You can take your seats in the presence of God. As I was, as I was preparing this message, and the title is The Kingdom Connects you with heaven the kingdom connects you with heaven the problem with many of us and the suffering has gone beyond God's intentions which some level of suffering is for the perfection or the building of an individual but some of the suffering has gone beyond that point because we don't have the consciousness of the kingdom of God or don't have true access to the kingdom of God like we should so I want to talk about that access because everything I've been doing, if heaven is not involved, I'll disengage. I am not in any close relationship that has not been ordained by heaven. I am not in any close relationship that has not been ordained by heaven. My first point. Your inheritance is released when you connect with heaven. Your inheritance is released when you connect with heaven. All the stuff that you're trying to lie and get, cheat and get, working all night, missing all kinds of worship service, all that kind of stuff. No, it's connected to heaven. Your inheritance is connected to heaven. This was my building when I was running around with dirty feet and no shoes on. This, this was my ministry that God had given me when I didn't even know I was in this world. It's not that 
the, these things that I have weren't for me. I just didn't know how to connect with heaven and gain access to it. So if you start teaching people how to get access to heaven, and those were the keys. A lot of people spend a lot of time in church and so many people are not going back to church because they're so disencouraged because of all the promises that were made and they got no access. So there's a lot of promises, there's a lot of prophecies that are over people's lives and they saw no manifestation of those uh, promises because they're not in correct alignment with heaven. Because every good and perfect gift comes from heaven above and it doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter how long you work. It's according to your connection with heaven. I refuse to become an old man with a young man's promise and never have it manifest in my life. I am going to see the goodness of the Lord while I'm in the land of the living. Amen. So your inheritance is released when you connect with heaven. Now, some of the people who came up for the I Am The One Awards, and they have to stay conscious of this thing as well. I'll use Jeff Carter for, for an example. When we first met, he came to this church. He was uh, selling tennis shoes. We used to have him to hold shoes for Sasha because Sasha wanted name brand shoes. We didn't have a whole lot of money, but we were going to get her shoes for Christmas. I'm not endorsing you buying expensive shoes and not paying your bills. We paid our bills and we bought shoes. So he would hold those shoes for us. And I remember going to the mall. It was Century Plaza at that time to pick up those shoes from him. Now that he has been under an open heaven, he is no longer selling shoes, but he has fleets of vans for a heating and air company that he is now the president over. It is because we have examples. We, we have examples. We're, we're not just talking. Just as God was elevating the ministry and elevating myself and Lady Davis, there were others who caught a hold of what God was saying and what God was doing. And the manifestation of that came into their lives. And there's so many more. So when, we, when your dream is bigger than the opportunity you have been given, you need heaven to open. My, my dream was greater than my black opportunity. I'm going to say it again. My, my dream was bigger than my African-American opportunity. There are some things that I dreamed about, but in the systems of this world, it said that I was not going to be capable of, of, of achieving those things. So I said, okay, I am going to divorce myself from a prejudice system. And I am going to marry myself to a kingdom system, which is a way of thinking so that an African-American young black man can do great ministry in a racist community and still do well. So I'm not worried about racism. I'm not even worried about the haters that look like me because there's just as many of them as there is of anybody else. But I am positioned. Even though the negativity say, I can't, it's too late, I already have. When your dream is bigger than the opportunity you have been given, you need heaven to open. For those of you who are about to be educated concerning what you're doing, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. But you're about to be educated concerning what God is going to give you. 
See, some of y'all struggling with that right now. That's why you can't have it because you're struggling with it and you're using man's philosophy to determine the access that God has on the earth. Listen, the, the conversation that Jesus was having with Peter, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Saying you didn't learn this in a university. Saying this, you weren't mentored by your supervisor for this one. Saying, yeah, 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 I'm talking right to y'all. It, it was nobody in your family line that gave you this revelation. I know whose son you are, Simon, son of Jonah. But it wasn't your daddy that gave you this revelation. Because your daddy didn't have this revelation. You have gotten in touch with something higher than your bloodline. In fact, for many of you, you have been limited by your bloodline. Because it's usually your bloodline that tells you you can't do. But it's God that said you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength and the ability. So, so it's too late. That's why I don't have a group of men that I sit around with to determine what I'm going to do like that. I share with those who are over me, but I will never have an elementary group of men sitting around me telling me what I can't do. If God told me to do it and my superior told me I can do it, then it's done. You need to make up your mind. Some of you have surrounded yourself with elementary thinking people that will never do anything to get outside of the box because they'll know it all, but they don't have it all. If you are know-it-all, you ought to have it all. If you don't have any representation of what you say you believe in, you need to check out this kingdom that I'm preaching about. But your dream is bigger than the opportunity you have been given. You need heaven to open. You need heaven to open so many of you because you don't understand open heavens. And I'll talk about that in just a moment. You work hard and produce little. I refuse to spend my life working hard and producing thorns and thistles. I am a hard worker. I am a consistent worker. I am a day worker. I am a night worker. But I am a producer. I believe that anything I do should produce 30, 60, or 100 fold. I refuse to work all day and work all night and have no results. Everything we've done over the years has been under and open heaven. Everything we've done. From 23 people in a borrowed building. To multiple campuses. And a paid off headquarters. Because when you're under an open heaven. Whatever assignment God gives you. He's got to pay for it. I must take it a step further. If God is not paying for it, maybe it's not his. Whatever God has ordained and released in the earth, he is therefore responsible. I will never put my hands on something that God is not going to maintain. 
It's, it's, it's an open heaven. It's an, it's an open heaven. It's, a, it's an open heaven where when you, it doesn't matter what color you are, what male or female, when you're under an open heaven, your failures work to your gain, your success. Even when you lose something, seem like you gain more than you lost. Even when the day is bad, seem like the day ends up really good. Even when you're going through hell, seem like you come out in heaven. Everything we've done. The challenge is this. People who don't understand that we operate under open heaven try to get us to operate just in the earth based on their intelligence, based on their education, based on their background. And I say it, I'm going to just say it. I just, I, I'll, be calm, I'll be nice. We may have some visitors. Heavens, no. Heavens, no. You're not going to get me to function as a loser when I've been a winner this many years. God's been paying the bills all these years. God's been keeping me whole all these years. God has kept my integrity all these years. You can Google me, baby, but you can't find anything on me because God has been keeping me all these years. Look, when God is pleased with a sacrifice, he opens heaven to pour out his response. When God is pleased with a sacrifice, he opens heaven and pours out his response. There is no way you can satisfy God with a sacrifice without heaven opening up over you and God responding. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Abraham. He took a sacrifice, laid it out, and the Bible said a dark cloud came. God came and responded. God loves a Stephen A. Davis sacrifice because a sacrifice gets heavens open, gets God's response, and God comes down in the midst of everybody. You have to run the dirty birds away. You have to run the vultures away because you made an ultimate sacrifice. You gave your Sunday, I gave my life. Anything successful takes a sacrifice. And the only people who want your success don't know the labor that goes along with your success. That's why they want it. But you work more when you are opening up a business or starting a career. You work more than you did when you had a nine to five. If they had known how much work goes into success, they never would have been jealous of you. You're always having to sacrifice something. Much of my family don't get a chance to spend time with me because I have to be prepared to spend time with you. Let, let's, let's talk about it. I have to give up something. See, many of you, you're not willing to give up something to gain something bigger. So I had to give up something to minister to all of you. Because, see, if I don't give up something, I won't be able to do what I do. So I have to give up something. I have to choose how much I'm going to give up. So I'm not giving up my wife. I'm not giving up my daughters. But I, I can't hang out with my sisters and my brothers like I would normally do. It's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. Hey, it's not that I don't want to, it's because I don't have enough time to. Because all of my time has been consumed. 
So if I spent too much time there, I wouldn't be prepared for here. So whenever you see people who are not prepared for what they're called to, it's because they've been spending too much time with something that wastes their time. If they ain't getting better, you need to shift. If they're not benefiting from your presence, then you're enabling their weakness. God is pleased with a sacrifice. He opens heaven to pour out his response. I can't tell you his response is always going to be money. I can't tell you his response is always going to be a house or a car. But I do tell you this. He is always going to respond to a sacrifice. The Bible speaks of we bring the sacrifice of praise. See, I had to come up here after praise and worship to see if y'all wanted to give a sacrifice. The reason the, the atmosphere is so low because things are not going the way you want them to go. So when the things are not going the way you want them to go, that's when you got to pull on that sacrifice of praise. That, that's when you got to dig deep and say, I just walked out of a hellacious situation, but a God, I'm going to praise you anyhow. Things are not going the way my wages are not where they need to be or where I want them to be. My body don't feel like I want it to feel, but I'm going to reach straight down and I'm going to get a sacrifice of praise. My children are crazy, but I'm going to praise you anyway. all of you who've been around for a while you thought it was a good day every time you heard me many days were the worst days of my life and those were the times i said i'm gonna give you a sacrifice anyway i'm gonna preach better when i'm going through hell than i do when everything seemed like it's the brightest day of my life and shame on you for sitting down when you're going through hell that's the best time to give god a sacrificial praise now you don't know what I'm going through. No, you don't know what you're sitting under. You, you think I'm just another preacher. That, that's, that's your limited understanding because you don't have enough relationship with heaven for him to reveal to you what I am. Because the only reason Peter knew who Jesus was is that the Father revealed him. And until you get in touch with the Father God, you will never know what's standing on the platform. So you always move by assumptions. Well, they said, they were also, well, this is what they said. And Jesus said, well, what do you say? Do you really know who he is? Do you really know who I am? Do you really know what's going on? Are you under an open heaven where you get a revelation? Touch your neighbor, tell him you don't have to sit in the dark any longer. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why the lights are on and you still want to close your eyes. I don't understand when things are transparent, you still want to hide behind a wall. Anytime I get around something that's true, baby, I'm all in. Tell me something, because I got some stuff going on that I need some power. Heaven, I learned this years ago, heaven responds to a sacrifice. So I've always kept me a sacrifice. This is, this is why they gain so many cattle 
and uh, livestock when they conquered an enemy. They didn't, they didn't just go throw it away. They put it on reserve. I love David because he always had some stuff on reserve that when he was in a situation, he had a sacrifice. How dare you spend all your money? When you're in the worst day of your life, you need to get a sacrifice. Say, I don't care how bad the devil's coming against my life. I got a 20 in my pocket. I've been saving for a time like this. I got a hundred dollars. I've been saving for a time like this. Because when I give it, something's going to break and God's got to respond. That's how you get God to open up heaven. Nobody's after your money. The devil's got your stuff. If you knew me, you would know how I war. I've never warred against people. People change. God's the same. The devil's the same. If you use God's methods, you whip the devil. When anybody tried to threaten me, I said, it's too late. I've already put seed in the ground concerning that. It's too late. You're too late. The rain has already come on my seed. It's too late. You're talking about it going to 10,000. I've already sold for it. I sold for it before I said it. I made a sacrifice for it before I said it. When you understand the kingdom, you approach life with heaven's perspective. What is heaven's perspective? Well, the devil was in heaven. He started getting out of order. God kicked him out. Why are you letting stuff live in your premises that keep creating disorder? Sooner or later, that thing is going to gain influence over the things that are trustworthy. And now you're going to lose more than you would have lost. That is this perspective of heaven. The things you put up with. You let one bad child stay in that house and you got five other children and that was 30 years old and should have been able to live on their own. Now they're, now they're conducting themselves in your house like they're a grown person but don't pay bills. And you sitting there talking about God will make a way he did. Open up that door and put them out. You heard the story. All you need is one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch. God saw the, the contamination of Lucifer. And they said, hey guys, y'all go take care of that problem. When you have a kingdom perspective. Heavenly perspective, you stop tolerating things that's going to kill everything. Heaven, heaven's perspective, heaven's perspective, heaven's perspective. We got man's perspective. We got mama Nim's perspective. We got all these other folks' perspective. We got Facebook's perspective. We got Instagram's perspective. We got perspectives from, from Twitter. We got YouTube. We got, we got all their perspective. But what is heaven's perspective? 
What does heaven, when you start preaching and teaching the kingdom of God, I don't care what laws they're okay with. What is heaven's perspective on that? No matter how many laws change, I said, I'm with heaven. No matter how crazy people start acting in church, I'm with heaven. If you know, you want to know whose side I'm on, I'm on God's side. You do whatever you want to do, but I'm on God's side. And as long as I'm on God's side and you choose another way, you're going to be, you're going to be uncomfortable every time I get up. You want to know what? Because you didn't choose God's side. Okay. I need heaven to stay open over me. I need heaven. I got too much stuff I got going on. I got too many entities I'm over now. I need heaven to stay open over me. Some of y'all who have businesses, you better, you better get those crazy folks away from around you. Whatever started you with a word, you better stay with that word so you can stop the devil from coming and taking what God, and now you're all humiliated. And now those people are talking about you that say that they were your friend. I knew he wasn't going to make it. I knew he was doing something wrong. No, it ain't about you doing wrong. It's about you doing right and getting the perspective of heaven and if you get the perspective of heaven some people are going to be mad but they can't stop you and people walking around I don't know what's holding me up let me come visit you I'll tell you exactly what's holding you up I'll, I'll, I'll show you exactly what has infiltrated your, your, your safe circle and made it unsafe. Around the city, I'm a bad boy running the church. You don't know that, do you? Bad boy meaning good. Meaning hell don't last long in the church. Because heaven's perspective is to not allow all these innocent people to suffer because of somebody arrogant. Uh -huh, I hit something right there then. Okay. So let's go on. Let's go on. Y'all ready to go on? I'm only going to take care of one or two more. Hell has been fighting because heaven is opening. Hell has been fighting because heaven is opening. You want to know what the warfare is about? It's because the devil sees heaven opening. You want to know why people acting crazy? Because the devil sees heaven opening. Anytime heaven starts opening, the devil starts fighting. You want to know why people tripping now? Because heaven has started to open. You want to know why they talking all that stuff, trying to get you to stop doing what you know to do? It's because heaven's opening. And they know when heaven opens, you're going to get the upper hand. And they have no hand at all. And that's why they want to deny you. People only get mad when you're about to get your inheritance. And some of y'all on the threshold of the greatest inheritance of your life. And hell so mad at you. That's why he's trying to get you to get displaced because he's mad at you. He's fighting you before you come to church, after you come to church, while you at work, all on social media fighting you. Why? Because hell knows you're real close. The Bible said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom. So whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. But I want you to know some Hades is already mad because you realize you're the 
church. You're not just a building. You're not just a social gathering. You're coming into your identity. You're trying to do better about your personal life. And hell is mad. If you would have kept doing what you were doing, hell wouldn't have been mad. But when you made a decision that I'm going to live better, I'm going to leave some stuff alone, hell start getting upset. See, hell's upset because some of y'all ain't never been committed. And now you're committing yourself. And hell is upset. You have not had a fight until you make up your mind that you're going to change for the better. You, you, you all of a sudden, yeah, man, I was okay. It wasn't this bad when I was sitting there smoking, drinking, high, running with everything I could run with. It wasn't this bad. But the fight's on when heaven starts opening over your life. All of a sudden, here comes every demon and you wonder where they come from and what is this? All of a sudden, you're trying to keep your mind together because hell is waging war against your mind. But I came to tell you on this Sunday morning that the heavens are opening water over your life. They ain't telling nobody. They ain't telling nobody about the warfare they're in. They ain't telling nobody of how they're battling. They're not saying anything. They have become silent because when they made up their mind, I'm just going to do some things right. All you done was say, I'm going to church and all hell broke loose. Now the people that you thought were praying for you to come to church, those are the ones that's fighting you. Religion gets stirred up when you start getting under an open heaven. And it's not the people that you thought would try to keep you away. It's the people that you thought what coerce you and push you. Listen. See, I know the game now. It ain't those things that threaten me on the street. It's those things that threaten me now in the church. Oh, you don't want me to go to the next dimension? Oh, you don't want me filled with the Holy Ghost? Oh, you don't want me to get my possessions in the earth? Oh, you don't want me to move forward in the things of God? Oh, that, that's your problem now? So you just talk to the hand because I'm going to make this thing happen because I'm under an open heaven and nothing's going to stop me. Yeah, I see that God works. Now I'm going to see how much more he can work. Let me give you a little nugget, man. Let me give you a little nugget. If you get as excited as those wild women, we have three or four days out of a week we'll be on the call. But as long as you mild-mannered and listening to that ignorant joker that don't know no word, excuse me, I had to say it, you will never have what they do. The negativity takes the energy. You never put or uh, invest in anything that doesn't already have energy in it. So if there's no energy, it's a wasted invest investment. So when you find something that's got energy, you pour more fuel on it. But something that has no fuel, you come keep your fuel. Don't, don't give anything to something that has nothing. So when you're excited, you attract people to you. When you have passion, you attract people to you. Because that that's what heaven does. It gives you energy. It gives you tenacity. It gives you drive. Look, the only ones who invest in things that are flat are those who don't know business. Jesus said, didn't you know I was about my father's business? So all of y'all who are spending all your investments on somebody that ain't gonna never change. You are a bad investor. 
heaven thinks that way, God ain't going to pour out an anointing on somebody that's not going to use it. How do you know that? There were five talents. There were two talents. There was one talent. One talent God wondered, why did I get so little? Because you wasn't going to do anything with it. Well, how many five-talent people are under the sound of my voice right now? If you plan to do something, God will pour out and multiply your life. Okay, God, give me 23 and open up heaven. I'll take 23, broke down AC, building don't operate right, somebody else owns it. Half to 23 is crazy, if not all of them. Just give me something and I'll show you what I'll do with it. I don't care how crazy they are. You open up heaven for me. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. You think I just started preaching like this. Oh, baby, I've been preaching like this for all 25 years. And that's why the devil's mad because I'm still here and we can see the productivity of the word that I'm preaching. If you were doing something wrong, why would they fight to change you? They say, you're wrong and we want to change you. Listen, you don't fuel me. Heaven fuels me. Let me help, let me help you. When heaven is open over your life, heaven open because God knows there's a lot of quitters in this earth. And when he finds something that won't quit, he starts pouring extra out in them. I came to prophesy over you. Some of y'all about to get some extra resources, some extra energy, some extra health. Everything's about to be extra. Why? Because God can trust you with whatever he gives you. Somebody make sure you shout right there. I'm about to wrap it up, but you about to go up. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out why the fight was so severe. It's because every time, everywhere I go, they see this light shining down over me. Everywhere I go, it don't have to be in the church. They just, I'm in the gym, man, come up to me. That's just a light. That's just a glow. I'm pumping gas. They said, that's just a light over you. That's something about you that's illuminated. It's an open heaven over me. And when they see darkness over you, that means heaven is cold. But if I was you, I would summon heaven with a sacrifice. I bring myself to you, God. has been fighting because heaven is opening. You have no clue of what God is not about to do. It's already in motion. All you draggers and slow movers, you got to do something with yourself because you about to miss it. You about to miss it because you got the wrong perspective. You still saying, I don't think nothing going to happen. Not for you. But if you know something good is happening for you to right now, I want you to shout in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. They better be glad they sitting on your robe. Oh, yeah. They better be glad they sitting in front of you or behind you. Oh, yeah. I, David, Davis, I can't figure out. 
I can't figure out why they struggling to believe. If I say I had 23 people and the Lord's been good for 25 years, I don't know what they're still struggling with. I've been through hell, been through all kind of severe attack, but I'm still here. I don't know what they're struggling with. My integrity is still intact. I ain't slept with nobody's woman, so I don't know what they got a problem with. They got a problem because they know heaven is open over my life and ain't nothing they can do to stop what God has chosen to do. Not just in me. And refresh, baby. Year, years ago, because I know people into things. I know people into things and myself and Sasha and Lady Davis and we would have this conversation said, okay, I know they're into stuff. I said, why don't I go ahead and get that thing and roll up in there so they'll realize I'm not on the same level. Then, then I had to pull myself in. Heaven says, until your perspective is right, you leave that where it is. So for all you show off people, Trying to prove to somebody that you are right when you're not all right. When heaven opens over your life, blessings going to spill under your back door, front door, through your windows. Ain't no way for you to keep it hidden what God is doing in your life. I came to tell you in 2023, there's not going to be no room to hide what heaven is dropping down. Drop, 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 drop. You, 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 you want success without a fight? And you're talking about the devil started the fight. No, your thinking started the fight. You thought, I want to come up. The fight is on. I want to do better. The fight is on. Your problem is you didn't get mentored by the right people. But when the battle starts, I understand the battle is not mine. The battle is the Lord's. One more, one more and I got to get out of here. I'll come back. And I'll finish up. The hell which is underneath will never win because heaven rules from above. They always, in the days back, they always built the cities on a mountain. So the enemy always had to fight uphill. I, at the beginning of my ministry, I didn't think the platform was important. Until the enemy started coming and sitting in the pews. So every time I get on this platform with this microphone, every enemy of the kingdom of God has to fight uphill. Let me help y'all with something. If you can get this in your mind, this concept in your mind, and never lose it, you're dealing with a devil that's been defeated for 2,000 years. Why are you always talking about the devil that's been defeated for 2,000 years? 
He hadn't been able to get victory in 2,000 years. Well, the devil's got the world. No, the world is the system, and then there's a devil, and then that's you and God. I just made up my mind. Since I know there's a devil, and I know there's a system that doesn't appeal to people like me, I made up my mind I was going to investigate and find something that will work for me. And I can stand here and say in 25 years, it's been working. It's been working. It's been working. It's still working. It will always work. If you work it. If it's not working, it's because you're not working it. Every day I get up, I am working it. I have been given a tool that attaches me to heaven. It's called prayer. So every day I get up, I make sure that heaven is responding, that we're on the same frequency. So when you come to this auditorium, even if you don't understand prayer, when you come to this auditorium, what you're doing through praise is testing your frequency. Anytime your praise is low, it's because your frequency is off. Anytime your praise is low, your frequency is off. I don't care if they don't do their job or not. My praise is still intact because I'm on the right frequency. I didn't let what I went through change my frequency. I didn't let what they said about me change my frequency. I didn't let sickness change my frequency. If you on the right frequency, I want to give you about 30 seconds. Hey, if you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.